0: We're in for a wild night! (laughs)
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode 89 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. Uh, I'm your host as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back after our long uh, holiday hiatus and um, it is a beautiful but cold winter evening here in Portland, Oregon, but I'm really excited to be back. We have a really great show to, for you tonight and um, uh, of course, I've I've missed my uh, wonderful co-hosts over here, so welcome back. Hydra, how you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing awesome. I missed you guys too. It's been a bit of a break, but I'm super happy to be back. I'm coming at you guys from the greater Vancouver area, where it's also wintry. We've had a ridiculous amount of snow fall on us. People have been crashing their cars on the way to work, and there's Jeez. just snow everywhere. It's been a mess, <laughs> but I'm just... Stoked that we're back here on a Friday night doing our thing.
1: Awesome, awesome, and of course, our good friend Electric Sheep City. Welcome back. How you doing?
2: I'm I'm doing pretty well. What is this c- n- <laughs> <laughs> that you speak of? Well, yeah, here in Southeast Texas, I've been dealing with a lot of allergies because pollen is everywhere, and mm-hmm. it is you know a, a little while ago we had like a, a brief freeze, and now it's just like hot again. You know, like only seventies, eighties. When you say so
0: freeze, hard. how close to <laughs> freezing was it?
2: it? It was, you know, in the in the upper twenties, lower thirties. So it was not not a not a hard freeze, but it was froze for like a night. Wow!
0: <laughs> I was
1: gonna say, hey, you know, when when there's a, a fire and then the ashes kind of rain down from the sky, it's kind of like that, except it's cold.
2: <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a little residual coldness coming our way, and. Yeah, then that passed pretty quick. <laughs> so, uh yeah, but so excited to be uh, joining us this evening for um, a great time going over the past year in Hearthstone. So, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. I'm going to briefly explain how the show works. We record the podcast every live every friday evening at www.twitch.tv slash born to be wild h s and the video version of the podcast is then posted to youtube the very next day audio versions are then distributed to all podcast apps as well however 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 you're watching or listening to this podcast or absorbing it via osmosis thank you yes you, <laughs> yeah, thank you
1: all so much, and yeah, I'm very excited to be back for our first show of 2022. Uh, still not quite used to saying that, but I'm excited to take a look back tonight. Before we get into the main topic of the show, wanted to say a big, uh, quick, but giant thank you to Shokunin and to the other patrons of our show. Your support means the world to us. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy our content, please like and subscribe on YouTube, uh, comment if you like. That helps us a ton in terms of um, uh, getting more views and stuff like that. Uh, Another way to support the show is to leave a review on um, iTunes, Spotify or Google Podcasts or whatever platform, uh, podcast platform of choice, as that helps other people find our show. If you are watching live on Twitch, we do have some awesome emotes that you can unlock by subscribing, uh, which you can do for free with Amazon Prime. Uh, Finally, you can find our Patreon for some great bonus content for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, We will be adding some free content as we go along. We've had some already and we'll continue to do so into the new year. Um lastly if you're interested in interacting with any of us personally we do have a Discord which is um a free and really fun online community of friends that we've made all across the world and uh have an absolute blast there just chatting about Hearthstone and uh real life and memes and sharing deck codes and all that other stuff and it's an absolute blast. Uh links to all of this stuff can be found on our website which is www.borntobewildhs.com. Okay. That's it. Uh, I'm going to pass the mic over to Hydra briefly to to jump into the news. I know there's not much, but um, yeah. yeah.
0: What do we got? Yeah, so we've taken the past couple of weeks off recording over the holidays. There's been a few things here and there. There's been a couple nerfs that have already come and gone. We're not going to spend any time discussing these as it's already come and gone. Uh, however, there is a new Tempo um, meta snapshot for wild available as of january 3rd so tempo storm has put that out if you guys are looking to find the best competitive decks to play on the wild ladder we definitely suggest that you go check it out the descriptions of the decks are there how to play them the codes for them it's all there for you we can post the link in the show notes and in the discord and give that a look if you're seeing what you want to play competitively in wild uh we do have a pretty lengthy discussion planned for tonight so let's move on to our main topic
1: yeah okay i'm excited uh i think this this will be a lot of fun so tonight's main topic we are going to talk about the best of 2021 and so um While I'm not necessarily someone who likes to make New Year's resolutions, I do like to take a look back and kind of reflect on the past. And so this was a fun opportunity to do just that. So we're going back and looking at the past year, uh, calendar year of Hearthstone and giving our thoughts on what we thought were the best on a number of different categories. So briefly want to, uh, we're covering nine different topics tonight. Um, I'm gonna run through those really quickly and and then we'll kind of handle them one by one so uh here's what we'll be discussing tonight number one what is the best new deck or archetype to be released in 2021 what is the best old deck or archetype to get updated with new cards that were released in 2021 Uh, what is the best individual card to be released in 2021 what is the best new hearthstone feature or content to be released in 2021 What is the craziest thing to happen in wild Hearthstone in 2021? Uh, And and then the the next are kind of more subjective. So uh, what is the best hero portrait released in 2021? What is the best card back released in 2021? And then the final two are kind of uh, accomplishment-based. So uh, what is your best personal Hearthstone accomplishment from 2021? And finally, what is your personal Hearthstone goal for 2022? So it's a lot of stuff, but I think that we can kind of jam through it before we get into each of our individual picks for these categories. I did want to go over the sets that did come out last year. I had to look at it myself because uh, especially as a predominantly wild player, it's like we forget um, as these sets come through. It's like, well, they're all wild. Everything counts. And I, I never consider what's in what year or whatever it is. Uh, and so I had, to, I had to Google my way through this, but here is what came out over the past year that we took into consideration. So March 30th of 2021, uh, Forged in the Barrens came out, but also the Core set was released that day as well. And so that's we've got that content. June 3rd, 2021, the Wailing Caverns mini set was released. August 3rd, 2020, 20, 2021, uh, United and Stormwind came out, and then November second, twenty twenty one, the Dead Minds mini set, and finally December seventh, twenty
0: twenty one, Fractured in Alterac
1: Valley. So and that's
0: a big list. I I forgot with the, all the mini sets and everything, it's so much more stuff that we we see now.
1: Right, it's yeah, it's it a really lot of stuff. Out. When we start, especially like when we started going through um, the card backs and the and the hero portraits, like I swear I missed some. I couldn't the card backs. I think I got. Most of them, I might have missed uh one or two in terms of the hero portraits. Like they released like a hundred this year. Like don't even know I was like well, <laughs> it was I, I, wild. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but anyways, and so we also did a uh, a survey through Google Forms uh, that a bunch of people filled out, and that was kind of fun to see what others thought as well. And um, in the future, I think we'll be looking to make some additional, like some more content like that. And uh, maybe there's better ways to do it. it. It was really difficult. I think if you do multiple choice, the results are a lot cleaner. But we didn't want to plant ideas in people's heads. We wanted to see what other people thought were the best things. And so the results are kind of a, a big, like scatter all over the place of lots of things. Anyways, uh, in the uh, immortal words of Leroy Jenkins, "Time's up. Let's do this." So. <laughs> uh first one up is all right what is the best new deck or archetype to be released in 2021 um it, it, oh and by the way for each of these like you know if we can only pick what is the uh, you know our personal favorite like best thing uh we we've got some runner up options as well if you all um agree disagree let us know type in the chat here on Twitch or if you're watching on YouTube put it in the comments or you know reach out on discord i'm really curious to see what other people thought as well and it's always fun to kind of interact anyhow uh all right for me i think i have to go with the the new odd questline hunter here for for the best new archetype of 2021 um when we talk about wild hearthstone and hunter like hunter was all but dead unless you look at like achievement decks meme decks like the fun but non-competitive reno hunter decks um you know hunter was just was just totally gone and so uh the questline uh defend the dwarven districts completely revitalized hunter for wild uh to the point that it's now a tier 1 deck um that everybody hates <laughs> and <laughs> and it's like begging to nerf or ban or whatever of um, for me personally like i've hit legend with it a couple of times i played a ton of it i really enjoy it um there's some nuance to it you know and uh it, it's been a blast i that is that is my top pick for the best new deck or archetype of 2021 is the the return of hunter via odd questline hunter in terms of runner-ups um i i had a couple i think for me the first one was like the questline or Demon Seed Warlock. Um, I think that this, it feels like a solid choice. Like this was so good that it got banned. I I don't like, I played it a little bit personally. I never really enjoyed it very much. I felt like the quest line was so easy to complete that it like, it almost felt like cheating. You could complete it so fast. And the the deck was, I mean, it dominated ladder to the point that it, it was broken. And so, um, but it was also gone very quickly. And so it was like, eh. Uh, the other one that, that is a big uh, big one for me I think is ignite mage that basically does what Exodia mage did but faster and more efficiently um, it, it's a little bit different you know the OTK combo is uh, more reliant on APM or cheating uh, one or the other but um, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say my, my i'm looking at my notes here you either need to have zoomer speed which i don't have or you need to cheat <laughs> by disabling animations which i don't do uh either way the deck's really good and infuriating to play against um and uh you know these type of otk mage decks have been around for a long time but this one is so much faster than any one that we've ever seen in the past uh, it's it's a whole bunch of friends have hit legend with it already this month and um Anyhow, uh, so those are my picks. Heider, uh,
0: what do you what do you think? For my winner, I went with Seedlock, mostly because not because it's my favorite deck, but because in my opinion, it was the best deck to actually have to be have its cards banned. Right, like this this deck took the meta by storm so much that we were looking on Twitter, and a lot of our friends, our fellow wild players, were stating they were quitting the game. <laughs> because that so many people were playing this deck, and and it wasn't that difficult to play. This wasn't like a patron warrior, in my opinion. Um, but it, yeah, it took the ladder by storm, and it was very annoying, and there was a point where we were, the three of us, we would compare the percentage of games that were played against it, and it was between like 40 to 60% of our games were played against this.
1: I remember pulling up the, the little pie charts and and just being floored at seeing nearly 50% Warlock. Yeah, yeah. It
2: yeah. was glorious as an aggro druid player. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's definitely my top pick. And for a runner-up, I chose Odd Questline Hunter based solely on... Hunter has never actually been competitive and wild it's always been almost like a bit of a meme unless you're doing and you can actually win games with hunter and the fact that we got this new archetype and it it just it's taken the ladder by storm now with you know other decks that are not in the limelight anymore and this is now the one that people are raging about i don't know about i don't know there's there's a lot i don't know if it's just as high but there's a lot and it it can get a little tiring to play against, but I do actually enjoy playing the mirror to see who can, who can win. So um yeah, that's, that's for me. Sheep. What did, what did you pick?
2: Yeah. So my winner has to be free shaman. Like, yeah. All right. I guess technically we had a free shaman before, but like not, really right Mm,
1: not really
2: with the advent of spell schools and you know freezes that shaman actually has access to and more synergies than just like murabi but like actual synergies with like you play a thing and it freezes things and however many things get frozen and there's just so many good synergies and it's actually a strong deck um you know right now it's a consensus uh tier two like high tier two was a consensus tier one just right after it came out with it not being really existent before. Free Shaman has to be my winner pick. Um, Runner-up, of course, Odd Questline Hunter. Seems obvious because it's currently one of the Meta Titans. Um, But I mean, it was very much not an an archetype before this year because there was no questline and it revolves around that thing. And of course, runner-up number two for me, is Questline Warlock. The only reason it isn't the winner for me, or like runner-up number one, is because it was banned from the format so quickly. It was definitely the best of the three, but it just isn't something that we had to deal with too long. And some of us actually liked playing against it because I could go under it rather than try and go over it. So that is my top three in order. Free Shaman, Odd Questline Hunter, and Questline Warlock. Nice.
1: And I will say, I've been playing mostly um, this Free Shaman the past couple of months, and it's definitely, I think, my favorite uh, of them. You know, I, when we look at, like, what is the best, okay, but I've had so much more fun playing it because there's so many choices to make, and, and it just does all the things that I want to do. And so and there, anytime there's a deck that hasn't been competitive in a long time, and all of a sudden it's competitive again, it makes me so happy. So. Anyways, uh moving right along, next up we'll be discussing what is the best old deck or archetype to get updated with new cards in twenty twenty one that were released in twenty twenty one. Uh so for me this has to be Pirate Warrior. Pirate Warrior like was the aggro king from way back when. I'll never forget the days of like watching control the board jam pirate warrior, you know, <laughs> over and over and over and just go face all the time and and you know sometimes he wins sometimes he lose but he would win a lot more than he'd lose and 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 so the deck has been around forever but it's it had kind of uh, lost popularity over time as things do especially when all the reno decks were kind of king you know a lot of people were playing reno warlock and then raza got unchained and reno priest was tier one for quite a while and reno priest would, would eat pirate warrior for breakfast you know or you know unless the pirate warrior could get under it uh fast enough. And mutinous? uh i don't think so
2: because it eats it that, that's oh, all i was
1: oh. <laughs> I was like uh <laughs> the, the, the joke <laughs> um, anyways so when united and stormwind came out and released the quest lines i sort of feel like they broke hearthstone i mean i think it was it was just the craziest thing making a lot of decks significantly more viable than they used to be in in wild in particular uh, warlock aside i think the big ones definitely were our warrior and hunter and uh raid the docks like single-handedly brought pirate warrior back from um i don't know wherever it was i I will say i think what pirate warrior always lacked was any sort of in-game you know you had to win quickly or you weren't going to win but after you complete the quest and you play the juggernaut it's basically an infinite value generator because every turn you've got a weapon a new pirate and the bombs um and it's just crazy now Uh, that so that's my pick uh definitely is is pirate warrior for for a runner-up um kind of echo what sheep had said earlier and say shutterwalk shaman just because these old lists I felt like you'd always see people um you know I think we see Boltzmann or Copa or somebody like running Shudderwalk Shaman because they're fun but like how competitive were they not so much. And I remember like Dr. Evil hitting Legend with Reno Shutterwalk Nazath Shaman and be like, well that's really cool. You know I'm impressed. I'm really impressed but like how viable is it? Not so much. And now it's like high tier two um and so that has made a major comeback and we we saw like when we were assembling lists the first couple weeks of fractured and alter shaman is the one archetype that got more play and more experimentation than like anything else because there's so many different ways to kind of build it and and so uh you know those are my picks i think a, a lot of different decks um saw uh some new cards and so it's difficult to pick just one and a runner-up um but these are the two for me. What do you think? What do you think, Hydra?
0: So I'm going to agree with you on your first pick. I am definitely picking Pirate Warrior because it just brought life to this old deck, like you said. It's something that I've always enjoyed. And suddenly there was a whole new way to play the deck. In general, you know, it's it's a aggro deck. Sometimes you trade, sometimes you go face. But it, it just, it's different now. I needed to learn how to mulligan differently and just play the deck differently. I actually was um, against this version of it originally. I thought that just the regular style of Pirate Warrior was going to be quicker just because you're not wasting turn one. Like how the Murloc Shaman quest was slow, right? Like, it, And that's why people usually don't play that if they're playing Murloc Shaman. So <laughs> I thought, screw it. I'm not going to run the quest. I'm just going to play regular old pirate war. Well, guess what? I was wrong. <laughs> you <laughs> remember
1: when all these quests came out and we kept thinking like, y- we don't have time to play quest on turn one. That's a turn one tempo loss. You can't Wild's too fast for that. You can't do that. Yeah. Oh, how we were
0: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: 2021.
0: I refused <laughs> 2022. I refuse. Hindsight, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so I refused to run it, it for a couple of weeks. I didn't even want to run the card in in, mm. in the deck. But I was, I was definitely wrong, and I had to change my ways. But it's, I, I really, I just enjoy it, and I love the animation of the Juggernaut hopping onto the board. Where it, like swoops in and comes in like free willy. This <laughs> <Which> is great. <laughs> I almost got to hear the music when it's happening. Little the
2: Juggernaut is under my command.
0: <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> and then as my runner-up, I'm going to go with Even Warlock because it disappeared from the meta because what does it do? It damages itself, right? And what was really good at the time? Secret Mage. It was just going over the top and destroying it. So it became completely unplayable. And to see an old favorite come back like that, Secret Mage was kind of, most, for the most part, pushed out of the meta as a top tier deck because it was everywhere. And to make room for an old favorite like Evenlock, so oh, even lock's my, my runner-up. That's it's a good choice. Area. I like that. Yep. I like that.
2: Yeah. So for me, the winner, of course, is also Pirate Warrior. I mean, I, I think that that has to be kind of a consensus winner. It's the one that got the most support. Like, look at the pirates in it. There's so many pirates that just came out this past year. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, the inevitability engine that Raid the Docks provides with the Juggernaut, just continuing to generate value and tempo and I mean, face damage with the, uh, um, uh, the weapon that you get. Like, it's just incredible. Um, so consists uh it's unanimous all three of us the the winner there being pirate warrior my runner up i went a a little different still a warlock deck but cute lock is the one that i went with so cute lock of course has been a thing before this year um you know oftentimes with with things like disciplinarian gandling or you know things like that this one it's taken on a little bit of a different form in the most recent iteration um but that you know is currently on top um Largely on the back of Frostwolf Warmaster, which I did not think was going to be uh, as ubiquitous in <laughs> that deck as it is. But th- that is one of the very few new new cards in that. And it's just completely revitalized the the archetype. So cute warlock has to be the runner up for me that deck like runs away with games
1: and like e- even on yeah. my my current climb this month like you can clear the board over and over and over and they'll refill their entire hand dump it all on the board buff it all up it's like oh my gosh it's it's crazy fast and uh yeah i think that's a that's a good choice
2: and so what about the best card released in 2021
1: nate yeah okay okay and this is really subjective okay i i And it's so hard to pick one. Um, And so kind of asking myself, like, is it the best card? In my opinion, is it my favorite card? You know, how does it work? Um, For me personally, the best card released in 2021, I'm going to say Defend the Dwarven District. I think that the Hunter quest that came out um, with United and Stormwind was just amazing. Odd Quest Hunter is crazy. The deck is, it's like we were, uh, Sheep had sent me a screenshot of our, Uh, our scores from the review show back then and every single one of us gave it a 5 out of 5 just saying Mm -hmm. like this is busted and we all saw the potential it's like when um reno raza priest was so good pinging a bunch of damage for zero and we thought well you could do it faster and more effective with hunter uh yes please and the the deck is just bananas i think that um and then even over the years unless something changes or whatever like heaven forbid hunter gets some odd cost draw spells like can you imagine <laughs> um, <laughs> oh uh, so i think that is that is my pick for the best card and then again for me uh, sort of i guess my theme for tonight my runner-up is just is raid the docks i mean i think that that one card is the single reason that pirate warrior has made such a resurgence um, because now it has an endgame solution that didn't previously exist. If I had to um, sort of give an honorable mention, I I think for me it's Mr. Smite. If you look at Standard, like that card is in every deck. Uh, it's in Hand Buff. It's in all the Rogue decks. It's in like everything because you can. It, it's it's a bigger Leroy Jenkins I mean in I I will say what's infuriating uh it's it's one of those rare occurrences that when it happens to you it's amazing and when your opponent does it to you you just want to like launch your computer out the window is when the juggernaut summons uh Mr. Smite (laughs)
2: and then it's (laughs) like (laughs) no Gosh, Mr. Smite or Defias Cannoneer, like really that's the other one that you're just like, Well, all right, GG. <laughs> I, I will say
1: I when the day that those cards came out, that the was that they were from the deadmines, right? I snapcrafted both of them in gold, dumped them in Pirate Warrior, hit legend that day, um, and just sailed through and like no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Those get it? Um, (laughs) The Juggernaut is under my command. (laughs) All right,
0: Heider, what do you you think? So as my number one best card, I went with the Demon Seed because I I think sometimes we do forget how bad something really, really was or good it really, really was. Yes, it, it is definitely in the past. Thank goodness. We blocked it it out of our memory. (laughs) We blocked it out of our memories. But I had that this vision going back of looking at those pie charts and remembering how awful it was and it was everywhere. And I remember being stubborn. I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm seeing all the the hate, right? And I'm like, oh whatever, get over it. Like it's wild. This stuff happens. And then it started to beat down on me and I didn't want to play. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I gotta push past this. I always push past this. And then when it was even affecting me and I was getting frustrated, I knew I knew that it had to, it like it had to go. So I think it was that toxic of a card, just because it was designed too good that um, I don't know, like it, it, they they couldn't even think of a way to to nerf it. So they had to get rid of it. So that's, that's my top pick. I do think, sorry, let me interrupt you two seconds, but
1: what would really be interesting is like it's banned right now, but Mm. when the set rotates, like then what, you know, I remember them mentioning like, well, I guess we need to redesign it. uh, Maybe. And, and, you know, what is that going to look like? Who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll just take the
0: easy way out and just keep it banned. I wonder. Yeah, because we, we've we seen in the last while that they've been bringing back the nerfed cards, right? And then maybe unnerfing them or, you know, meeting us halfway with the stats and abilities, but we don't know what they're going to do with the banned cards yet. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. We'll see. Uh,
2: so th- they mentioned something along the lines of redesigning, um mm-hmm. particularly the, the Demon Seed. So it's almost like whenever rotation comes, not this upcoming rotation, but the the next one, we're going to get a new quest line. Hey, so that'll yeah. be really interesting it to see what complete... happens in
0: 2023. Yeah. Take, it'll, it'll, say, be, it'll be a Warsong commander. I was, I was yeah. going to say,
1: I was gonna say
2: <laughs> take eight damage on your turn. Your charge minions have plus one attack.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All of your demons have charge. Oh them. my goodness. That'd be scary. Wow. Someone will find
1: a way to break it. Wow. Yeah. And we all missed it. It was crazy. You know, I, I think Wild historically has been so fast. There were so many of us that when they announced the Demon Seed were like, eh, it's too slow. Eh, it's too slow. And and again, you know, I never mind being proven wrong. It's always um, interesting to see other perspectives. And so this is just a, you know, a, like Sheep said, a hindsight is... 2021 that's pretty funny
0: um <laughs> hey what hydra what were your runner-ups uh so my runner-ups were defend the dwarven district and raid the docks because when you go on the ladder now these are the two cards that you are seeing being played on turn one over and over and over and it's because they're good you they're mm-hmm. both top tier decks and you can anybody can not anybody but they're They're decks that you can consistently go on and reach high ranks with right Mm now. mm -hmm. And you see them all over the place. So those two are my runner-ups. How about you, Sheep? What did you pick?
2: Yeah, so my winner, to the surprise of absolutely no one, is Defend the Dwarven District. I think that I had repressed um, the Demon Seed whenever I was uh, covering this, so I did not include (laughs) the Demon Seed there. It was banned from my rankings. So... <laughs> uh My winner was defend the Dorvan district. Kind of hard to argue with it if you're overlooking the Demon Seed, like I did. Established a brand new archetype. Been ruling the meta like it's uh, just an all-around good card, and I, I think we're gonna see it for years to come. And depending on how the meta like shifts around, I'm excited to see the different iterations that you know it it has, and hopefully some other things. Uh, kind of rise up to challenge it for its spot so that we see a a more diversifying wild meta. If not, that's okay, because, I mean, wild is exactly that, wild. (laughs) So we'll iterate on it as well. My runner-up is Dark Bishop Benedictus. I like it. So, Yeah. Dark Bishop Benedictus also established a new archetype, making Shadow Priest a real thing. So actually being able to play aggro and hyper-aggro in Priest (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> did not think that i'd be able to do that thing and now i have so dark bishop benedictus <clears> is <throat> honestly probably my favorite card of the past year and that's saying a lot because i i would never have thought that it would have been a priest card that is one of my favorites
1: <laughs> yeah and i love it i mean i i think anytime we get a new archetype in wild that's a awesome thing it it just it doesn't happen especially historically it happens so few and far between i think it's been wonderful lately like he, archetype is good archetype is bad like we've gotten so many new ones lately that it's just exciting i i totally forgot about about this because i didn't play it a whole lot but like yeah no it's it's solid this is a great choice i love it i,
0: I think we also need to remember that when wild stays the same for so long and then something new comes in and we're kind of hating on it right and saying like oh this thing's so annoying it's like well what would be more annoying the meta to be the exact same as it was three four years ago or for it to actually switch up right yeah that's exactly
2: a good point. so that is my runner-up uh my second runner-up i kind of already touched on which was a uh, defias cannoneer um the obvious card to discuss there's raid the docks um I knew that y'all would talk about it at some point, even just whenever I was writing my notes. So I was like, oh, I'll go with Defias Cannoneer there. Obviously, Mr. Smite gives things charge, but like Defias Cannoneer, yeah. Defias, That's my jam. Uh
1: defias cannoneer is the only legendary that you could put two copies of in your deck
2: <laughs> <laughs> right i remember whenever we were uh going over the the new card sunday and i like had an active disagreement about whether defias cannoneer would be good or not and i was like it's gonna be insane it's gonna be broken and uh, the card is great the card is, is so good, good. yeah I, think
0: I, a- in, I believe i was on the fence with the card i didn't think it was going to be broken but it is a lot better than i thought and they can't get rid of it like it's game over man
2: yeah buddy
0: <laughs> yeah
2: so those are my picks for the best cards released in 2021 nice. nate yeah what is the best new hearthstone feature or content that was released in 2021.
1: Okay, I love this question because it is number one it's super subjective, okay? So this is just we're now delving into the uh, the opinion zone, and I'm really curious to see what everyone else thinks here. And it was difficult because there was so much that was released this past year that it was difficult to to choose, and so like I was like my runner-up list kept growing and growing and growing. <laughs> and so like if I ha- okay, So, so I've got, um, you know, a few runner up things here, but, uh, I'm sure I've forgotten things or missed things and like I read y'all's responses and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that I would have chosen that. Um, but I don't want to spoil it anyways. So my, my pick and maybe people disagree with me, but my pick for my favorite kind of new cool content thing to be released in this year was the addition of diamond cards. I just think that they're rad. I mean, I, I, I love how, um, they're animated and I love how the characters like pop out of the cards and their arms swing and they, you know, breathe fire and whatever, you know, I, I, that's so fun. Like, I don't love the diamond card itself, but like the idea of them is just so cool. And it was something so new and unheard of before when I, I remember pulling up the patch notes and being like, di- di- what, diamond cards? Like, what is this now? And it and, uh, kind of blew my mind. And so that was really fun uh for me i, I like it uh, and then it's been great for them to kind of go back and pick uh some older cards to do diamonds of in past sets and we get them for free which has been awesome as well so yeah that's been fun um but I do have a bunch of runner-ups here that I'm gonna jam through quickly. So the next one is not so much of a new feature, uh, but I'm a big proponent of inclusivity. And I was really happy that when they released all of the mercenary characters that we see, Vard and Dongrasp introduced as our first non-binary hero using they, them pronouns. Um, I just think it was really cool. I think it was really classy how they did it. They didn't turn it into a big political thing. They just added a new character who's really awesome. And I really like them. So I, I think that was cool. I like that a lot. Um, the uh one of the other huge things for me that that just blew my mind was the addition of or like the idea of these like secret quests to unlock mystery card backs that celestalon programmed into the game like you could unlock the mystery card back by completing this secret unknown objective that that uh, the hearthstone community like collectively went together to to solve and you know and then someone will write a, a cheat sheet and then we'll spend two hours trying to you know follow <laughs> it and then we mess up on the last step and have to redo it all and but like it, it, it was so like outside the box of, of what's normal for this game that it, it i just thought it was really cool um i, I like that a lot yeah the last one for me was mercenaries just the mode i i think that um the only reason I didn't prioritize this higher is like, I really enjoyed it as a time killer, especially, you know, I spent a lot of time recovering from some medical stuff and like sitting in a recliner, doing nothing, watching TV and jamming Mercs was great. I just, I feel like it just needs so much more improvement still that it didn't quite make the cutoff for me, but I like the concept of it. It's really fun. Um, I, I hate the economy of it. Like i dropped a bunch of money into it and i don't feel like uh uh it was necessarily money well spent but i enjoy it and i think that was really cool and i regret not picking a corset because i totally forgot about that Anyways, uh, yeah, Hydra, What? yeah, What? let me pass that over to you.
0: So on the flip side, I actually put Mercs towards the top here on the list, actually at the very top, not because it right now is the best thing, but I feel like the team really did put a huge effort into this, and this mode has a lot of potential, and once you actually have, you know, upgraded and maxed out all your characters you can play that pvp and you can get really into it and you can find all the ins and outs of the comps and try to you know really learn the meta and try to start countering it and i think that that's really really cool and i think that that's something that when i first saw it it's that's what i want to do and at the beginning when you're starting to you know grind things and you're getting coins left and right you didn't it didn't matter which coins you were getting because you were just... your Everything was being maxed out. Mm-hmm. Like, all at once together, you open a pack or you get a reward from the end of doing one of the... the What do you call them? The, just the runs that you do when you finish a run, right? And you get oh, the bounty. coins at the end. Bounty. When you finish a bounty, you get coins. It didn't necessarily matter which ones you pulled at the end because you were ranking everything up. But once you guys realized... Once you started you know, finishing off a lot of your mercs, it was really difficult to get those last few. Like, I ended up, like, I'm at a, a halt right now with, like, 35 mercs maxed or something like that, or 40-ish, I can't remember where, I, but I stopped, because I have, how many mercs are there, like, 52, something like that, and I'm, like, 90% of the way, and Uh, It's really hard to just grind out those exact coins, like, go do a bounty, hoping you're going to get the coin, and then you don't roll the coin, and, like, I don't want to just open packs and hopefully get the pack, like, the, the exact coins in the pack, and so that really wrecked it for me, so I never finished, I don't have them all maxed out, because that time sink became too much. Now I'm hoping, like I actually have unpa- unopened packs right now, hoping that they're going to, <laughs> hoping that they're going to fix it. Because I we got a bunch of packs, the last expansion or whatever, and they're just sitting there. I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to open these because maybe they're going to change the economy and these packs are going priorit- to prioritize the mercs that you don't have or don't have maxed out. So I really think that this mode has a lot of potential, Mm -hmm. that grind is just the problem for me. And I think it's an excellent mode with just an economy problem at the moment. But I appreciate all of the effort that has gone into it. And I would imagine if I did have everything maxed out, I'd be having a blast up on the ladder for it. But I don't. (laughs) So I'm sort of sitting on it for the moment. But I really do appreciate all the effort that Blizzard Team 5 put into this mode.
1: Yeah, I I will say like, this is the first time I've ever taken a day off work for Hearthstone before was Mercs was coming out and I just wanted to play it right away and pre-ordered all the stuff and like just wanted to jam it. And I think we spent so much time the first month or two, like maxing out. I, I remember like there was kind of this, you know, race to max out everything. And it was a lot of fun just to get kind of caught up in the hype of that. And it's just, it's really enjoyable. And the mode has so much potential. I, I I really like it. It'll go somewhere and I've kind of pressed pause on it. That being said, I, I still do. I do all the, you know, the campfire daily quests. I keep doing them. I'm not playing any PVP. I'm not really grinding them out, but like I'll do the dailies because if they're free coins and free packs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we'll see
0: at some point. But anyways, yeah. Well, so what are your runner ups? So for uh, my first runner up, I picked the ability to fill out your um, your collection when it comes to your hero portraits, yeah. because or and, and your uh, your card backs because I was missing a bunch like a year's worth of card backs basically when because I started the game in 2015, so I didn't have anything from 2014 and maybe the first couple months of 2015, and that always bugged me that you go and you verse somebody and they've got that one card back that you always wanted and you can't get it and i mean it's it's really cool to be able to earn those in the first place and show them off but it's it's a collectible card game yeah right it's about collecting Mm -hmm. and i know the three of us like having that stuff so the first thing i did when i saw that i could get all the card backs is i just whatever amount of gold i had at that time it was like 5,000 gold. Worth of cha-ching, card
1: cha-ching, back. Cha-ching, cha-ching. It was a <laughs> yeah. lot.
0: Right. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and now I have them all. At least all the ones that people like us can get. Yeah. Meaning not having like the celebration and, you know, that sort of stuff. But it was really, really cool. And it's, yes, now I have that. We don't have this weird hole. In our collection where we can never fill. Right. Yeah. So I think that was really cool. It's not it's not something big in the game. Like it's not this massive new mode or anything. It's just this because it's it's not something that I don't think was difficult for them to do. Right. Mm-hmm. It's this this little quality of life. Here you go. You guys can have access to these now. And I think that was really cool of them. And it shows just more potential of things that they're willing to do in the game. Yeah which i really like and my final runner-up i only put this on the list because it's something that bugged the crap out of me and a lot of people too is a buggy friends list (laughs) that's such a good choice like everyone's (laughs) names and ranks hopping around and it just being like three people in a row were all ranked 25 legend on your friends list and like you, you don't Like it was just a huge mess. Like you couldn't even
1: type to someone because the names they like they would jump around in different places. And so I go to click one, and then it's I'm clicked on the wrong one. But yeah, it it was
0: yeah, it was it was horrible. There was I remember there was a time that Nate Blue Train and I were trying to play on EU together, but Blue Train didn't have Nate on EU, and it wouldn't let him add you. So he had to delete you on NA and then add you on EU and then afterwards delete you on EU to put you back on NA. I don't know. It's such a mess. It was just, yeah, it was just ridiculous. It it ended up being, I don't know, not fun and they fixed it. So I'm extremely grateful for that. (laughs) Sheep, what, what did you pick for your faves?
2: Yeah. So for me, hands down, the winner is the core set. Um, Having a rotating core set, that like we can have access to is giving us given us uh, a larger influx of cards this year obviously for one uh as helps diversify both wild and standard and will continue to do so for years to come of course it's uh really good for uh free to play players and players on a budget because that's you, you can earn all of the things and you can even earn them in gold which yeah. is awesome yeah well and so we- it's a lot of those like, cards like
1: we use them in in so many decks too and so it's great and being that we we got them all for free I think the the only turmoil that is you know potentially brewing is what happens when it all rotates like please let us keep them uh please <laughs> yeah. you know ship them off to wild um, but but yeah I, I forgot all about it you know we take them for granted but some of the cards in that set are so
2: good right? Yeah, like it's it really is easy to overlook how impactful it mm-hmm. was and will be. Um, but to me, hands down, it's quietly the most impactful change that they made last year. Just huge. Um, my first runner-up was initially the rewards track, but Nate reminded me that that happened the year previous in November of 2020 with Madness at the Dark Moon Fair. So, uh, it, you know, it was pretty sh- shout outs to the first, rewards though, track, but.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I will say they drastically yes. improved it in the new year. Like when it first launched versus where it is now, uh, it, it's yeah. much better. So I, I do think that, you know, there's uh I I
2: don't know. It's valid. It's valid. Yeah. Sh- shout outs to, to late 2020, but this is a right? 2021 <laughs> recap. So <laughs> uh, the first runner up for me then is unlocking old card backs and hero portraits with gold. So, while i personally hadn't missed any old hero portraits um there were a large number of card backs that i missed cuz either they came out before i was playing or right after i started playing cuz when i started playing i was a, an exclusively casual gamer so i wasn't getting up to rank 20 i wasn't even playing ranked because you know that was you know so intimidating to me at first whenever i very first started playing i was like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care about rank like what well, I just want to play the game. They're, you know, they have like real decks and I didn't. So uh, now actually being able to unlock the content that newer players may have missed that I missed uh, or content like with the um, hero portraits that was previously paid, you know, with monies and can now be purchased with in-game currency uh, was, was just a, a huge turnaround there. So that was my runner up. And runner-up number two is Mercenaries. So Mercenaries, incredible game mode. It needs some work, which is why it's runner-up number two and not, like, the winner. Um, You know, we jammed it all like crazy. It was incredible. And then a little bit of the grind got, at the very least for myself, got to me, but mostly the economy. Like, I can't get things that I, you know, because I was one of the first people to max everything out mm-hmm. period. Like I, I jammed that hard yeah. and spent more money than I should have. <laughs> and now like getting things maxed out later, just takes so long. And it's just like, I, I haven't even been doing my, uh, dailies or weeklies or, or what dailies really, uh, in mercenaries. Cause I just kind of like have been playing the other game modes still there and like you know i I still will dive back into it especially once they fix the economy and i believe that they will yeah but they're not there yet so um that's why it's a runner-up two for me just because right now it's not really something that i think that i will engage in until it's fixed once it's fixed i hopefully will be saying that that is one of the best things that they did in 2022 Mm -hmm. when we're talking about 2022 this time next year yeah. in that recap so
1: <laughs> nice nice um
2: yeah so that is it for me there nate all right so what is? Was, yeah
1: oh sorry as i said that yeah okay so the next topic is what is the craziest thing to happen in wild hearthstone in 2021 uh so for me this was an easy answer It was just it was the first ever wild banned card like unprecedented in the in the format never happened before and then over the course of the past year two cards were banned in wild and they were both warlock cards (laughs) (laughs) so uh if the first first one up was stealer of souls which enabled a just crazy otk combo with uh wretched tiller and um the other card i I can't recall the name off the top of my head that gave your, your your thing invulnerability and it was so easy to pull off that it, it broke the format and quickly the devs were like, nope, yeah, that, that's just not going to work. And we were all kind of wondering, like, how are they going to fix this? And they were just like, you know what, banned, can't play it. And just like, whoa, wait, what? Never done it before. And then, uh, you know, even bigger for me was the Demon Seed, which took a lot longer for them to ban but that they ended up using that same solution um it was just kind of unprecedented for the format and so now i think people are um you know, know that that's a possibility if something becomes too much of an issue rather than reworking the whole card they can just say yeah you know you can't play it in that format and so everything has changed a little bit and so for me that was kind of the craziest moment uh hydra what about you
0: i completely 100% agree it's something that we haven't seen in the game it's got to be bans for me the fact that um I, we, we talk about in in wild as wild players that oh they don't care about the format you know, letting it rot kind of thing. Whatever goes there, goes there. And that's, you know, just how it's going to be. But they've proven that that's not always the case, right? They do want to let wild be wild. They've stated that many times. But when things cross the line, they have shown that they're willing to act. And not just by nerfing something that just like, you know what? This is too messed up. It's, (laughs) It's just gone. And the fact that they actually did it Like, I couldn't believe it. The very first one was Stealer of Souls when it happened. And in my head, the first thing I thought of is, like, what else are they going to ban, right? Like, (laughs) did they just, like, open a gate to banning whatever they want now? Like, what's going to happen? Is this a one-time thing? But now it's happened twice. They're obviously doing it very sparingly. Mm -hmm. But they're doing it. So for me, the fact that they could pull these cards completely out of our format because it was breaking it. To me, hands down that that wins. Sheep, what what do you think? What's what's your craziest thing to happen in Wild Hearthstone 2021?
2: Yeah, so for me, I think it's probably the kind of massive amount of animation cheating going on right now, right? Particularly obviously with Ignite Mage. Yeah. You know, um on the one hand, I think that we should be able to turn animations off because You know, whenever I'm just like trying to play on my phone, it really does slow things down and I don't have as much time. On the other hand, we can't do that thing in client. So the people who are doing that thing and like taking a deck that is semi viable, if you have, uh, like Nate was saying way earlier in the show, have that Zoomer APM, um, you know, or not playing on mobile, (laughs) right, Um, you know then maybe you can possibly do it, but it turns it from like maybe possibly like if you just like APM it down to, yeah, I mean, like you can just do it pretty easily. So I think that that is something that uh, is kind of hit a kind of inflection point in 2021. And I think that now in 2022, we'll probably see some sort of kind of repercussion for that, be it, you know, the in-game client, be it ways that they end up Like keeping people from blocking the animations, whether they introduce a, you know, remove animation button into the game, you know, I think we'll see some sort of a reaction, but it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for all of the cheating that is currently happening in our format in particular. So we haven't yet seen the repercussions of it. It's still a thing now in 2022, but uh, 2021 is when it kind of hit that inflection point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, and we've seen in the past, you know, APM is always going to be a thing. We've seen it in in Prestex. We saw it in Snip Snap uh, and a handful of other things. And it's like, you know, okay, I I think it's interesting. I always love watching people do these crazy combos. But like it's infuriating that like when the rope has been finished burning for A minute and a half and you're just sitting there still getting (laughs) fireball 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 it's like okay okay um enough so yeah we'll see you know we'll see and i i think uh you know i have to wonder like will will we ever see sorcerer's apprentice like get
2: hit maybe that would just that would just change the entire format right so i don't know it would it would be simultaneously great and you know kind of like the end of an era right (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know how i feel about that (laughs) anyways
1: uh all right moving on the next topic here is what is the best hero portrait released in 2021 and again this is very subjective there were so many that came out especially with the release of the tavern pass because uh, if you paid for the rewards track version of it you unlock a whole bunch of extras and and then with the book of mercenaries and the book of heroes we had a whole bunch come out and just there's tons I, i i had a like incredibly difficult time even figuring out which ones came out i had to google them to to make sure i had the dates right and uh so picking one is is incredibly difficult if i only had to pick one i choose ragnaros Ragnaros, uh, the Shaman Hero Portrait. Um, this was from. Uh, it was released as part of the Eternal Flame bundle back in july of 2021 ragnaros has been a favorite of mine for ages i've always loved the card it's awesome i i will never forget my disappointment when the Fellfire thing came out and they released the artwork for Fellfire ragnaros it looks like rag but it's all was all green and and metal and stuff and i was like oh my god like i can't wait for this card and then they just never released it and i was like what why what what happened Um uh, um and so when i saw like the um the the whatever it was called the fell fire th- or the fire um, events going on during that summer uh and then ragnaros tiki lord came out for battlegrounds and then they released ragnaros as a shaman portrait like all over it uh so so that was like a snap pick for me um so cool if i had to uh oh sorry that being said like the fire festival the skins that they released all the fire themed ones that came Mm -hmm. out i loved all of them the druid of the flame one was awesome the rexar ones are awesome the paladin one with the flaming book is awesome i was yeah i was sad that they didn't release them for the entire batch um because they're so cool uh
2: there's always this year nate Hey, yeah <laughs> you know what I
1: I, I you probably have a, a good point there uh the other ones that I really liked actually were the mech theme skins that came out not too long ago those were it, it's like they were so far out of left field I never expected to see that like opening up the client and seeing you know uh Iron Man garage it's like what <laughs> what is going on they there it was crazy and I really enjoy the idea that they're not bound within um you know a specific box they're willing to do all kinds of crazy stuff
2: um random stone (laughs) yeah there
1: we go uh but the other one for me that that i just love is uh snow flipper rexar aka uh, nipple ring rexar um (laughs) it's just it's so awesome for so many reasons like um the Matt Taken art is great. The snow flipper penguin, like animating on the portrait, he's got the mistletoe up on his forehead. And, and like, <laughs> it's just it, it's it like defies logic. And I love it. It's so, it's like, it's like uh, funny and intimidating all at the same time. And I just, I, I, I love that one. So that, that was my runner-up was,
0: was snow flipper X R. Anyways, Hydra, what about you? That's definitely a solid pick. When I, when I was going through all these, the first things that were catching my eye were all the mech ones. Because they're so cool, right? And so I was having a hard time, you know, picking. And I kind of, I was wanting to choose from there. But then the lighter side of me really got me. And I, and I have to go with Frog Prince Thrall. From the, I like the, that the, one. It's fun. From the, it's like the the fairy tale collection, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I just love it how he's just sitting there. Like everyone else gets, seems to get these like cooler card like po- hero portraits, and he's just sitting there, and he doesn't even look happy. He's just <laughs> sitting there grumpy, and he's got these frogs on him. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: yes. It's,
0: it's like th- this is what I got. I got frog prints. <laughs> right? Like and yeah so i i had to go with that just because the humor in it it's great and i like the one of the reasons i like this game so much is that it takes itself not so seriously like it, it when it comes to you know like actual card design and balance and stuff yes it does but the humor in it is just so hilarious like it's when i first started playing the game and i saw this leper gnome that was going give me a big hug like i was i was sold right like to me that's just hilarious and so something like this the frog prince thrall has a like special place in my heart so i and
1: yeah yeah i agree no and that's kind of what sold me on it too is it's so whimsical and uh I started playing, I think, during Naxxramas, and I'll never forget, do, you know, doing the individual missions and, um, like hearing the commentary from Kelthuzad. I hear <laughs> the next boss is very scary and very handsome. And I was like, just cracking up. It was so good. And I, you know, the, the, the lines from The Lich King were some of the best I've ever heard in, in the, uh, when the frozen throne solo content came out and like, I love that it doesn't take itself very seriously. And it's, it's like a a mix of like, you know, adventure and serious and funny. And like, it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel (laughs) icky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So for, for a runner up, I just picked all the guffs just because I feel like ever since we played guff in, the adventure like just the voice lines and everything just it or they're so hilarious just because he's this fun loving kind of dumb guy <laughs> and just I, I so I couldn't pick which guff but all the guffs I got nothing really more to say on it just all the guffs yeah the,
1: the voice lines are so great for guff can we be friends you know or
0: like <laughs> they're just so funny I love them
2: Oh, yeah, man. he's so affable. He's glorious.
0: <laughs> Agreed. Okay, sheep. what did what did you pick here for your favorite hero portraits of 2021? Yeah,
2: so my absolute favorite is Skullbear Illidan. So, um, you know, it's the Illidan who's like holding the the you know war uh, Yorick war, warlock warlock <laughs> skull, the skull of Gul'dan, and you know, just, it looks so cool. It's like, if, you know, cause I don't have the, um, 1k portrait for demon hunter yet about, about a hundred wins away. Um, and it's just like, until I do get that thing, that's just kind of always in there as my, my favorite demon hunter portrait. Like it's, it's just such a, a cool one. And it's, you know, every time I see him do that, I, I just think, alas, poor York, because it, you know it's the Hamlet <laughs> reference that yeah. that he always does in general. So, right for me, the winner is Skullbear Illidan. I've uh, been playing a lot of Demon Hunter, so that's probably part of it too. So I see a lot of him. <laughs> um, the runner-up for me is probably Frost Fairy Jaina. It's it just like it's so. <laughs> How did they I mean, not get sued by Disney for that? Like, I, it's, it, it's like, it's right?
1: so close. I, I, when my son saw me playing, he's like, uh, did I, like, how is there a frozen character in Hearthstone? What happened there? Uh, are they doing a crossover
2: or something? And I was like, I know it just is, um, <laughs> it's just that. <there. laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's elsa it's it, it's a you know fair she's a fairy like ice princess thing um the the one that i was using for mage a lot before that was the the one from the rewards track um that you know looks all like ethereal and ice queen but like that one's more the you know like y'all were talking about earlier with the whimsical like hearthstone feel mm-hmm the new jaina the the fairy uh Fro- frost fairy jaina just like has that so much more so that's that's my runner up is frost fairy jaina for those reasons nice i like it uh all right uh the next one up
1: is what is the best card back released in 2021 and there are about 30 probably about 30 of them maybe more <laughs> um and, and i regret for the folks of you watching uh live on twitch or on youtube i don't have i don't have them pulled up on the screen there's just too many um, And so, you know, they're on out of cards, they're on hearth poem, they're on the wiki and, and wherever else, uh, you know, you can see them. They're, they're amazing. I love them. I think the artists are incredible. It's so difficult to, to pick one. Uh, so so this was tough. And again, there's at least probably 30 to 40 that came out over the past year. So not only do we get one released as a, a reward each month, but then they started adding them to the rewards track and then they added them to these, uh, pre-release bundles and we get them through uh the different um bundles when sometimes when they release a a portrait or whatever else plus we had the the secret ones that came out and and all that stuff and so it it was tough anyways uh my personal favorite is the Stormwind card back that's the uh it's the one um how to describe it's like a silver border but it's got the two lions on on either side of it that are kind of blocky and it's got the gold kind of filigree i love the blue and gold contrast i I love kind of the blocky style of the carved out lions like it's just so cool i that was a, a favorite of mine for a long time like, it's so hard to choose because these are all awesome. I, I mean, they're so cool. The more you look at them, like, every time you look at one of these, like, I'll see a new detail that I missed last time. And and I I love the, uh, you know, I don't think I'll ever switch off of the random card back for that reason. Like, I, I like seeing them so much. It's always fun to see, like, what am I going to get next? So that was the pick for me. Uh, but it was that was a difficult one. I mean, I don't know. Hy- Hydra, what do you think? What was yours?
0: So for me... For the card backs, I chose the Mysteries of the Phoenix and Gift of Alune. i kind of putting them together because they're the ones that we got from doing those secret challenges. And they're both gorgeous. These, uh, are, the, the, sure.
1: these are the secret challenge ones?
0: Yeah, the yeah. secret challenge ones. And so I picked them for, for two reasons. Because, mostly though, because of how cool it was to get them right like this is something that you had to to really work for and it was that first time thing that was in the game Mm -hmm. and it was just so fun to do and i'm i'm really hoping that they do more of this going forward and uh yeah plus the art is great on both of them they they both look great i really enjoy the mysteries of the phoenix one i actually have kept it as my main for quite a while just because it looks so cool and it goes with a lot of, I don't know, I like to play more like red heroes and stuff or golden and stuff and whatnot. And it, it goes with golden things. So maybe that's why.
2: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> it like sort of matches. I'm like, what goes with my deck right now? This card is very shiny and gold. Let's pick that one. But <laughs> I just think it was so creative as to how we actually attained these. So Mystery of the Phoenix and Gift of Elune for sure. Sheep, how about
2: you? Yeah, so to the surprise of probably no one, um, like it, it's a hard choice because there's so many good ones, but if I'm gonna have to go with one, I will go with Carved Autumn. So that was the November uh, monthly reward. Mm. That is my go-to card back for my favorite hero portrait, which is Dame Hazelbark. So it's it's like a, a carved out um like wood with with a couple of like leaves that are just like autumny, like curling, and everything is the the wood tones and just incredible. So um, carved autumn has got to be the one since I'm playing Dame Hazelbark a lot. I play with the carved autumn card back a lot because I I do. I go through anytime I make a deck. I choose a hero portrait. I choose um, a card back. Like I, I make them either match with the theme of the deck or the theme of the you know hero portrait and the you know make it kind of synergize like that like i have a lot of fun with it it's one of those little like things that you can do to you know just kind of add that flavor to it and that's one of the things i do
0: have you ever Um, forgotten to do that and you started a game and you're you're playing you know like this deck everything you have is red and then suddenly you have a blue card back and you're like (laughs) no what have I done? Next game, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. You cue your next game. I forgot again. You <laughs> I have, have, like, yeah. Ten games in a row, and you forget every time. <laughs> I I've don't know that I've done too. ten before, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's yeah, great. So for me, to the, the runner-up is the Urell card back. So that's the one of the ones from the Stormwind Tavern Pass that essentially was meant to go with the Urel um, Paladin hero portrait. It's really cool. I, I use it with a lot of things. It's way underrated. Like, it just looks so cool. It's simple, but it's elegant, and it just, like, looks so good with all the things. It's one of those, like, card back card backs. So Y, y- is is my uh, um runner up there, highly underrated card back. Um nothing like super flashy or fancy, just really solid, really good cardback.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, I totally forgot to, to to add this here, but um I I love the Celeste Dragon Mage portrait. So cool. Yeah, so, cool. so cool. Like I never yeah. thought I'd get a dragon as a portrait um and so like oh oh are we doing this now okay all right i'm down with this like give me more please so yeah anyway sorry uh i got distracted here all right
2: <laughs> there are worse things
1: <laughs> oh for sure uh hey we're better about it now than we used to be all right so we're we're, we're gearing up to kind of towards the end here final couple of questions these are a little bit more personal and so uh, the current one is what is your best personal Hearthstone accomplishment from 2021? Looking back for me, this this year has been a blast. Um, I, I started hitting Legend every month in Wild back in April of 2020. Well, time flies. Uh, but this is the first full year that I've hit Wild Legend every single month without wow. uh without breaking. Like I've done it every single month. Um it's fortunate to have this great spreadsheet made by our friend Sheep over here that I've been using to track, uh, you know, what deck I used and what, um, you know, who who made it and what day I hit and what rank and the whole deal. And uh, yeah, so I was able to do it um, every month the entire year, back in July of 2020. One, um, I got 11X for the first time, which was like just uh, so cool, blew my mind. uh, And then I was able to keep it for five consecutive months uh, until this past month in December uh, was when I lost it, which was really no surprise to me. I was having so many medical issues and kind of barely playing that like I let my rank slip enough to lose it. Uh, which was sad because I was like in the mid 300s and, and lost it which was like but I think everyone was kind of on like fatigue you know the the new set hadn't come out yet and everyone had. Um there was not as many people playing and so when there's a lot of people playing like you're, you're safe but when the numbers are lower like you, you have to do better uh, that being said it was just still a, an awesome uh, accomplishment that I was really happy with and then this past month in december for the very first time i hit double legend while a legend in both wild and standard for the first time which was
0: yeah yeah nice i
1: uh, never done that before i have, my bonus in standard was 9 a uh, 9x in standard um so that was uh was a lot of fun and Um, well, the crazy thing I think in standard is that, um, yeah, I mean the final push was face hunter, but like that was starting at diamond two. I played everything under the sun to get there. A A whole bunch of demon hunter, a whole bunch of shaman, a whole bunch of mage, like a bunch of pirate warrior, like a ton of stuff. And so I just felt like, wow, like it's all, uh, so viable, and like I, i've kind of felt like i could hit it with whatever it just mm-hmm. get good at the game and put in the, the time and like okay like the f- the pa- the final six games were were hunter yeah i played a ton of quest hunter i went on this uh like crazy win streak i got a list from Sadisi, and went like i want to say like eight and no with quest hunter and just streaked up it was crazy uh, <laughs> That's like, awesome. it's not a good deck don't play it it's good and wild um but anyways, yeah, it was it was a, a good year for me. And uh, yeah, my, my best rank uh, to date was 33 legends, so see if I can beat it this year, I guess.
0: Hydra, what about you? Yeah, so for me, it, this is actually a bit of a love hate thing, but so it, it's the playing on the three servers the entire year. but I'm I'm proud that I I stuck with it. Towards the end of the year, I was kind of leaving the the quest alone a bit. But the fact that I would at least consistently hit D5 or higher the entire time and would hold in at least the 9X stars throughout the entire time, even though it would get taxing at sometimes and you didn't really want to do it. When I was first doing it, I was really, really excited about it and was just like doing. And then eventually it was like, okay, you know, it's, it's, it's getting a bit much, um, but I was proud that I actually did it the entire time. I think I dropped one time once on one of the accounts, but other than that, I did it the whole time. That's incredible. So-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Astonishing. Three servers at, at the same time is uh, like, I don't know how you do it. It's amazing. I, I don't think I have the uh, the bandwidth Uh, or the patience, for that matter. But
0: (laughs) I'm very proud of you. I like that. That's great. I think that the one thing that it does, though, is splitting up your attention on three servers doesn't let you achieve a single-server goal. Mm -hmm. So I... I don't know where to take this for what, um, I want to do in the future, but for now, I'm, I'm going to say holding that across the, the three servers in, for the entire year was quite the accomplishment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. All right. She, what about you? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So for me, probably the, the crowning achievement is, um, probably hitting a day one legend for the first time in my Hearthstone career. Um, that was, gosh, when was that? Um, I digress. Uh, that, that's probably my, you know, biggest a- a accomplishment of last year. Um, kind of the more cumulative um, accomplishment is hitting legend in both wild and standard all twelve months. Wow! Um, that, wow. That's one of those like I, I, I was looking at my spreadsheet like, wait, did, I, I know I did it consistently, but all year. So that that was pretty cool. Um, it, Learning a lot, uh, you know, learning a different meta for both formats. So the changing metas, uh, it's been a really uh, fun adventure there. Um, I'm pretty sure that my uh, 11X finishes were in late 2020 rather than early 2021. But they may have been early 2021. So I'm mentioning it because maybe uh, there was one uh, month, one season where I had 11x in both standard and wild and that was like that felt really cool and that may have been like January or February of this year. So that that was yeah, that was the the flex there <laughs> like Nate was doing for sure. So that that felt really cool. It, I'm I want to call it 2021 because this is the 2021 recap. That was January. Yeah. <laughs> nice
1: all right the our our last question here is uh just what are our personal hearthstone goals for 2022 and i think this could be different for everybody you know it's like what do you want out of the game for me personally like i'm looking to grow you know i, I just want to be better when we when when craig and i started born to be wild or into the wild like ages ago like the whole point of it was just to get better at the game and and i think that was uh that's kind of been my goal all along like i want to learn from people who are better than me and just continually improving and that's that that's my goal going forward um is just to keep getting better i love getting the 11x i mean there's some pros and cons i think that uh the matchups you know are definitely a lot harder and there's sort of less incentive to play because you you know you potentially can lose it um but it's also, you know, it's, it's more of a challenge. Uh, I think for me, now that I got this taste of this double legend, like I want it, I want to keep doing it. And as long as the meta's is fun, uh, I would love to keep, uh, you know, hitting legend in both wild and standard. And, and of course, like I will always prioritize wild This it's my place. These are my people, but, uh, hitting legend and standard. I'm going to try to do both each month and and just see what happens. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make unreasonable expectations or anything, but I will give it the the good old uh, college try. So, so we'll see what happens. Um, That's my goal. That's my goal for the coming year. Hydra, what about you? I
0: believe in you. I think that's a really good goal. So my goal sort of plays off of my achievement for this last year. I don't know how far I want to take it, but um, since I was just hitting like the D5 on all three servers the entire year, I'm not going to say that I want to up that on all three servers across the year, but I started this month off in January with uh, one 10X and two 9Xs. And I want to at least once get, have start off the month with triple 10x. Just like one time I want to do it, get like triple legend across the three servers. Don't need to do it the whole year, that seems insane, but I want to do it at least once. And um, I think that can be a, a bit of a gradual goal, I can kind of like work into it. Um, but that's that's the goal. I want to do it at, at least one time that I said I've done it. And I then believe, I don't need to do it ever again.
2: <laughs> I believe I'm sure I'm sure you could do it. I like that. yeah if, if anyone can, you can. you you've had the dedication to to balance all all three uh, and free to play on two of them for the longest time. i I, I believe that you can get 10x on all three. Oh yeah,
0: you got and I, I really appreciate that. and I think one of my my downfalls, is not a downfall but um what i'll do is i'll push for that that d5 like raid at the beginning of the month on one of the servers and then i'll just leave it the whole time Mm -hmm. i'll only log in and just do my daily quests to complete my reward track and i i'll think to myself i've got the rest of the month left like why not and i'm like eh (laughs) right (laughs) so like and then at the end of the month comes, I'm like, oh, I should grind for legend. I got three days left and then don't make it. And then like, well, you, man, you had like 25 days. <laughs> like you could have <laughs> done it. Right. So I, I, I think that's, that's my goal is to at least once triple on, on all three. So that's the, that's the plan. Yeah, you got this. What's your goal? Um,
2: so my goal, first and foremost is um to get the 1k uh hero portrait for all 10 classes i'm already at nine of them so i have got a a bit of a head start i just need the 10th um i'm a little over a hundred uh wins away from having the demon hunter one as well so should just be kind of a final push I, I kind of go through spurts and playing Demon Hunter. I imagine it'll happen at some point this year. But, yeah, uh, yeah. that's probably my my first one because that that's one of those big kind of cumulative check marks. Um, continue hitting legend in uh, both wild and standard. Um, I don't know if I want to commit to you know doing it all year again, but you know, being consistent with it, e- even if not, you know, missing a month or two here or there. Um, in one format or another Um, and then kind of the most lofty goal and you know probably the most unattainable but you know who knows um is to innovate on decks and hopefully have like one of my archetypes be the accepted like standard like list for something Mm. murabi shaman (laughs) 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 maybe (laughs) I, i basically just took someone's free shaman and laid murabi in there so that was <laughs> that was a little bit of a cheat tbh but you know maybe that'll be for something like agro druid maybe it'll be for something that's a new archetype maybe you know just that one has a lot of rng on it you know based on what's good in the meta what i happen to to be really good good uh at kind of evaluating so that's not one that I'm committing to, but it's a goal, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I'm going to hope to do. So I'm, you know, I've been refining my deck building, uh, hopefully in a more competitive, um, uh, kind of slant, uh, a more competitive eye towards that deck building rather than just the things that are like, you know, fun and just like scratch the, the, the Timmy itch, uh, hopefully trying and been developing my deck building, scratching the spike itch as well. So, Hopefully, I'll, I'll get there at some point. Um, if not, at the very least, I will have improved my deck building, which is, you know, I think at the end of the day, the real goal. Like, that's the mm-hmm. that's the quantifiable thing, but the skill development is what I really want to do. That's just the kind of the proof of that skill development. For sure. So
0: I like that. It's a good goal, Sheep. I like it Thank too. Thank you.
2: Very nice. Well, I, it's exciting to kind of hear,
1: you know, all of our thoughts, uh, reflect on the past year and see what we've done. I know, especially, geez, with like all the COVID stuff, we've made a lot of changes in the show. We've all had health issues and and just like, it's been a crazy year and sitting back to reflect on it. It's easy to, you know, forget the awesome things. And so it's nice to look back and and see, you know, wow, you know, it really has been a, a good year aside from, you know, some of the not so good, but uh, I love I love wrapping it up with the accomplishments and the goals. I think it'll I think that's it's a blast, and mm-hmm. I, I like hearing it. Um, I I love hanging out with y'all, and I think that you know Friday nights doing the show is always my, my favorite thing of the week and what I look forward to. And so very excited for for an awesome twenty twenty two. Speaking of awesome twenty twenty two, I'm going to use this as a segue because our season four listener series starts next week. Uh, Sheep, if you could please tell us a little bit about what is in store there.
2: Absolutely. So, as you intimated, the Listener Series Season 4 starts next week. starts on Sundays, the official go time. So, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So, sign-ups are still available until the um, weekly system maintenance time. So, uh, that is, of course, 10 a.m. Pacific on Sunday so noon central whenever you know we we do the system maintenance that's when I will be doing the pairings and all of that good stuff so um for those of you who may not be familiar or miss last season's listener series the born to be wild listener series is a free wild hearthstone tournament series with custom deck building restrictions each and every week the regular season lasts for five weeks followed by three weeks of playoffs. So the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. For additional information and how to sign up, check out the website, borntobewildhs.com. In the uh, Born to be Wild listeners series uh, Discord server, I just right now posted that the spreadsheet for season four is in fact live. So this has the regular season's challenges for every single week. Uh, like normal, pairings will be um, on the Sunday that uh, kicks the week off, like I mentioned earlier. This season, last season, we had uh, two season-long bands, which were Gin and Baku. This season, we've expanded our uh, season-long ban list to also include Ice Block, Defend the Dwarven District, Raid the Docks, and just because it's banned in the format, uh... The Demon Seed, I guess I I should say, and Stealer of Souls because you can't play that either. Um, But those last two are just kind of bans by default. So sign up. Uh, The challenges are there on the spreadsheet. And on Sunday, we will have our pairings for the first week. We look forward to another great season. It's going to be a blast. Some of the the challenges this season are really cool. Um, All of our challenges were submitted by the community we you know curated them a, a a little bit but uh yeah it's it's a completely community um kind of grassroots organized and a completely community-based tournament no um buy-in or anything like that so if you're interested in that kind of thing sign up today
1: yes absolutely cannot wait and and uh, just one final notice that we uh, typically will attempt to cast uh like a featured match each week that it's just a lot of fun to um get to uh, cast and comment on on matches and watch these people play live it's it's just an absolute blast so yeah if you're interested at all please check out the website and we'd love to have you join cool cool uh hey the last thing that we have is the weekly listener challenge uh again we had taken the past couple weeks off for the holidays but where we left off um, the challenge that we had was giant kertrus attack. And so i have been playing a lot of demon hunter and, uh, with the new, uh, hero card, uh, the, um, what's it called? The kertrus um, demon Bane or whatever it's called. Uh, anyways, uh, was cool. to beat my high score for attack, uh, which was 30, 30 attack, uh, without a weapon equipped. And, um, so, yeah, can you beat my high score without using a weapon, get the highest attack with the Kertriss Hero? Can you beat my top score of 30? Our winner from the Discord is Sanosuke, who obtained an attack of 42, 42, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. They linked us the uh, HS replay to watch the full thing, and uh it's absolutely incredible. And uh, not only did they top my top score, they topped it by 12 which is amazing. So congrats to Sanosuke. Uh, great work. Love to see it. Uh, happy to to get this giant Kurt attack here. So well done. Well done. Uh, you, all, We'll reach out to you via Discord. Uh, you will be receiving two packs of your choice on us. And uh, yeah, love to see it. Hope that you continue to participate in future challenges. So very well done. Very well done. This week's challenge... Uh, we came up with on the fly is a little bit of a reunion challenge, if, if you will, and, uh, very excited, uh, for the idea of it. This, this one seems a lot of fun. Sheep, can you, uh, explain it for us?
2: Absolutely. So this week's challenge is sheep, wolves, and hydras. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I like so it. the goal of this week's challenge is to get as many sheep, wolves, and and hydras on the board as possible including both your and your opponent's um uh boards right so as many different sheep wolves and hydras you know if if multiple of them have uh uh pants you know because of the kazakas potion uh you know that's fine that ca- you know still counts for the raw number but the tiebreaker for number one of course is Uh, how many different iterations of sheeps wolves and hydras and there are myriad of each um you can get the second tiebreaker is raw stats and if you happen to have to face someone else doing this challenge on casual or ranked but i I don't recommend that one for this one in particular (laughs) um then the the third tiebreaker is stats on your side of the board so um as usual how to participate Challenges can be played in casual or on ladder. Like I said, I don't recommend ladder for this one, but mm-hmm. uh, Shmoopy Daddy might possibly do that thing, just just <laughs> knowing <laughs> him. <laughs> so the places this cannot be undertaken is uh, against a friend or against the innkeeper or any of the other um, uh, uh, PvE uh, yeah, content there. Stuff. Yeah. So a friend will help you win. The PVE content will unintentionally help you win. So <laughs> we don't want you to tank your rank, so you don't have to do it on ladder. But but we don't want to, you know, just have someone who's uh, teeing it up for you to to knock it out of the park. Um, so once you've achieved your uh, goal, your accomplishment. Uh, take a screenshot and post it in our Discord in the Weekly Challenges channel. The winner will be announced on next week's show, uh, just like Sanosuke earlier today, and will receive two Hearthstone packs on us. Most importantly, the winner will also be immortalized in the Hall of Fame on the Born to be Wild website, so check it out. We look to forward to seeing... As many sheeps, wolves, and hydras as you possibly can make. I, I, I can't wait to see
0: see all of them. It was such a I,
1: great idea.
0: <laughs> agreed. We were all just sitting there trying to figure out, oh, what what should we do? We need a challenge. And this one is just golden. I love it. I absolutely love it.
1: <laughs> very, very cool. Well, that wraps it up for this week's show. Thank you so much to everybody who is here, uh, watching live on Twitch and interacting with with us in chat. Thank you so much to everyone watching this down the road on YouTube or listening to it on an audio podcast. Really appreciate it. Uh, for more wild content, or to see us where you can f- uh, to see where you can find us individually, please check out our website. It's www.borntobewildhs.com. BornToBeWildHS. Uh, you do not have a topic yet for next week's show, but we'll come up with one. And I'm excited to be back in 2022. And we have so many fun things in store for you. So again, thank you so much for joining us. See you all next week on another new episode of Born to be Wild.